0: The Grower Calling, Canada's go-to horticulture podcast, for the latest industry news. We're picking up the phone and talking to farmers to discuss topics impacting them and their farm business.
1: This podcast is proudly sponsored by BASF. We create chemistry. Drones, are they toys or tools? Social media has given lots of publicity to these unmanned aerial vehicles. The images are stunning, and the promises have been over the moon on how they will revolutionize farming. So let's ask potato farmer Kate Vanderzag from Alliston, Ontario, what her experience has been. Hello, Kate Vanderzag. Hi, Kate. Welcome to our podcast. I was really lucky to uh, be able to visit your farm last summer. I uh, really enjoyed watching your drone. Curious about how you use it on your potato farm. Well, hello, Karen.
0: Yeah, it was really fun having you at the farm. We use our drone as a scout, and it just scouts a different level or different uh, perspective on the farm, and uh, we really enjoy it.
1: I know that you go out twice, three times a week to scout your potato fields. You are an excellent scout. How do you find that the drone is helping you with your on the ground scouting?
0: Well, that's a really good question. And I do really enjoy the images that we get from the, the drone. The drone is giving me a totally different perspective so I can look at things from like a bird's eye view. So I can see an even emergence. I can see a little bit low areas, high areas. I can see areas where there's, you know, weeds. And it helps to quantify the size of areas. It can show me patterns in the field that I can't see from walking through the field.
1: What part of the season do you use the drone? Is it uh, throughout the season or at certain parts of the season?
0: It's throughout the season. And before we would use it after the crop had come up, but I think now we're going to start using it even before before the crop comes up and after harvest. And we'll monitor as the crop is emerging, and we won't just do our potatoes. We started flying the wheat fields last year, but this year we're going to be really specific and uh, plan our approach at monitoring the fields throughout their growing seasons. Each potato variety, but also um, each different crop. Because it's so easy to just pick parts of those fields to go look at. And even if I scout a field front to back, I still don't have the whole picture of the field. And we don't spray those fields as often. So the potatoes, you know, I walk it two to three times a week. Peter sprays it once a week. And the drone was flying it once a week. But the drone is going to start flying it a couple times a week. And if we see an issue, then we'll fly it more often.
1: And the question becomes, do you have the drone fly before you go out to uh,
0: scout on the ground? That's, again, a really good question. And if we see something on the drone, we're going to go out and have a look. If we see something on the ground, we're going to go fly the drone.
1: And so the drone may be flown uh, you know, two, three times a week to coincide with your field scouting. Absolutely. So can you give us a bit more detail uh, in terms of what field problems you found and how the the drone has helped you uh, make in-season management decisions?
0: Well, I think that was a really big eye-opener for us. The first year we got the drone and started to fly it, we wished we'd started sooner because we started to see patterns, but it was almost too late to assess what had caused the patterns. So last year, we were flying it much sooner, and it was incredible. We saw problems with emergence, and we realized there was a pattern to it, and so it was something to do with the planter. We saw problems with emergence, but they were irregular patterns, and we realized it had something to do with the field. So we went back out to the field, and we dug in the field, and we could see that some rows of the planter were planting a little bit deeper than other rows, and one inch makes a huge difference to emergence. And then we noticed in the irregular areas that the planter was going too deep in the really sandy fields, and those potatoes were struggling to get out of the sand. But the drone made it so clear that it was the planter. So then we took the planter into the shop, and we realized through examination, and we'd had this planter for a number of years, that it had come to us with manufactured improperly the shoes were put on backwards and two of the rows were planting deeper than the rest of the planter so we changed that for this coming year and we could only see that early in the season as the crop is emerging and we saw it every field and it was specific rows you mean you had the lower yield yep yep and then we did notice we had problems with the pivot Well, we didn't notice it at all, actually. It was only the drone that showed us that, that we had um, some plugged nozzles, and you could clearly see it from the shots. And so we went and fixed those nozzles, because otherwise, you know, again, you wouldn't never see... It would be very difficult to see that on a yield map, because it's in a circle. If you did a test dig, you'd hardly pick it up, right? We were really glad to get that fixed. And then we could see where... You think you know where the low areas are and where water lays and how big of an area that water is laying in. So after a a storm, you know, we can go out and have a look and say, okay, these are the areas we need to scout more intensely because better potential for late blight. We bought a ditcher and now we can go out and make a ditch through there to get the water off the field.
1: Those are very practical examples you've given us, so uh, very insightful. So how do you plan to work with your drone for the upcoming 2018 season?
0: Well, our drone's going to be busier than ever. (laughs) It's going to be more extensive. I realize now that um, I kind of want all four seasons. I want to know what's going on before we start to plant. I want to know at planting time. I want to know through the growing season, through harvest, and then even before the snow flies to see if you can already target where you're going to have some troubles for the next year, because every year is so different, and it's so hard to remember what happened last fall, but now I've got pictures of it. I even wonder the value of of flying it through the winter and getting an idea of what's going on throughout the winter.
1: Here's a question. How many acres can you uh, cover with with a drone?
0: Well, that's a really, really good question. The limitation that we have found with our drone is just more battery power. So you have to make sure you have enough battery power and have extra batteries because you just run out of time. Our little drone is not nearly busy with the acres that we have. We could definitely fly more acres. I would think you could do thousands and thousands of acres with one drone.
1: I just loved your three examples. You've got me convinced. I have to say I've been a little bit skeptical of these drones because it seems to me that it's been a marketing tool. You see all these gorgeous pictures, but I love the fact that you've you've given us three incredible examples of what you found and how you've been able to go out and make some corrections. And clearly, that's going to be worth lots of dollars to you. So that's cool. Have a great day. Thank you. You too. Take care. Thanks, Kate.
0: Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Is there an industry topic you'd like covered? Leave a comment, like our podcast, and share on social. Remember, if your phone rings, it could be the grower calling.